One of the questions I get asked a lot as a mama business owner, especially one that works from home, is how do you keep up with the household tasks and manage to run a business at the same time? So today, I'm giving you an inside look into what's worked for me as well as what hasn't. Welcome to real life. Well, let's get started. Hey, and welcome to Mama Business, a workshop-style podcast that helps busy mamas like you navigate the highs and lows of managing a family and having a business dream too. I'm your host, Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mama to three, and a hobby blogger turned business growth specialist. It's my job every day to help mamas grow, scale, and thrive in the online business world without sacrificing their family lives. Each episode features real-life talk about home and business, coupled with actionable strategies you can implement immediately. No fluff necessary. So if you are ready to create a bigger impact at home and in business, you are in the right place. This is Mama Business. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Mama Business Podcast. I'm Sarah, and I'm really excited that you're here with me today. Before we jump into the actual episode, I did want to just highlight our review of the week, which is from TMBRCA. So I'm not sure, I'm sure that's abbreviation for something, but she says, or she titled it, Love This. Thanks for this resource. It's really helpful as an online entrepreneur. We have to stick together. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for that five-star review. Thank you so much for taking the time to rate and review this podcast. It really helps me understand what you're enjoying about the podcast. And also it helps the podcast platforms be more willing to share my stuff with other people who need it. So if you haven't left a review or a rating yet, would you please do so? Just go ahead and click pause on this episode, jump to the bottom of the screen, click five-star review, and then click leave a review, and it will allow you to write a little bit of stuff. And then who knows, I might feature you on another podcast episode. Alrighty. Well, As we jump into this topic today, I have to say that the funniest thing happened as I was putting together my notes for this episode. No joke, I'm standing at the kitchen counter with my iPad, which is kind of normal for me if I'm, you know, making notes on stuff or whatever. But anyways, I'm at the kitchen counter with my iPad and my little one, who's 18 months old, decides that the best idea is to spill the cat's water all over the floor around him. So I'm down on the floor with a towel and the actual thought going through my head is, well, at least this area of the floor is going to be really clean. Yeah, no joke. So before you hold me up on a pedestal, as someone who has it all together, just know that sometimes the floor gets clean because water got spilled. But honestly, in all seriousness, I do prioritize having a clean and tidy home. So how does it all get done? Well, today I just want to share three strategies that we as a family have implemented over the years that work for us. Now, I want to reiterate really quick though, that you should take what you want from this episode and leave what you don't. I am in no way saying that if you aren't doing all of these things or any of these things, that you're a failure. You do you, all right? The worst thing that you can do is compare your situation to mine because not only are we completely different people, but our spouses, our children, our living arrangements, all are very different. So use what you can and leave behind what you don't need at this time. Can we just agree on that? Okay, good. 
Before we jump into the things that do work for us, I did want to start by sharing two things that didn't work. And we learned these things the hard way, so I felt like it'd be a good idea to just bring them to the forefront before we get into what actually does work for us. First, it didn't work for me to take responsibility for all of the household tasks, even though I'm home all day. Now, I think there's a lot of merit for preserving the energy of a soul provider. Absolutely. When Justin and I got married, that's exactly what the situation looked like. He was the sole provider and my income was a bonus, depending on where we were and what the options were for me to be able to have a job. Then as the girls came into our lives, I spent most of my time taking care of household tasks and the kids and that worked great. What didn't work though was to try to keep that same division of responsibilities as my business took off. At that point, we had to revisit our household responsibilities person by person to make sure that there was a more even split based on how much we were also taking care of outside of the home. All right, so that's the first thing. It didn't work for me to do it all by myself, even though I'm at home. The second thing that didn't work for us was hiring a cleaning service. And before anyone jumps on me for this one, yes, it's amazing to have somebody clean your home but it's not a solution for day-to-day -day keeping a place tidy or staying on top of the laundry. Plus, we really found that we had to do a lot of tidying up prior to their arrival, or we had to spend a lot more money to have them do so. And honestly, it made the best sense to leave the house while they cleaned, which wasn't always feasible. So a perk to having a cleaning crew, absolutely, but definitely not something that works if you are looking for a system that you can stay on top of in your day-to-day -day family life. And that's really where we found ourselves with that. Okay, so now that we know what didn't work for us, we can shift into what we have found to be successful. And once again, I have to just say that because it works for us doesn't mean that it's the right thing for you. So take what you need and leave what you don't. And if you want the exact list of household tasks and cleaning responsibilities that I use and I'm going to talk about here in just a moment, you can definitely find that at sarahbrumley.com resources. Once again, that's sarahbrumley.com resources and just look for the household task and cleaning checklist. The first thing that we found to be successful for us is having that master list of tasks, like I just mentioned, that need to happen in our home each week in order for us to stay on top of things. All right. Once we have that task list in place, we also break that big list down by day and by person. Now, this is a two-step process because it doesn't just help to have that big to-do list. That's really overwhelming. So instead of dealing with that overwhelm, we put together a weekly responsibility chart for each member of our household. In our case, those priorities come down to two to three chores per person per day. That's not really that overwhelming, right? Everybody can do two to three things per day. But how does this actually play out if you want to follow the strategy? Well, that's what I'm going to talk about right now, okay? So it starts by listing each and every room in your home. Every single one. Don't leave off your master bedroom or master bathroom or the laundry room just because nobody ever sees it. You see it. And that's enough of a reason to make it a priority. Once you have that list in place, you're going to divvy it out across each person in your home over the course of the week. Leave one of the weekend days empty because I'm going to chat about that in a moment. But 
all the other six days should have those priorities spread out between them, all right? Now, you're going to wanna determine the frequency of the cleaning of each room as well. In our case, because the kitchen is the hub of our home and we frequently have people into our home during the week and over the weekends, the kitchen is always on the list each and every day. Somebody takes responsibility for the kitchen every day. Now, that alternates between the people in our home, so not, not one person is responsible for it every day, but it does happen each day, okay? Now, once you've completed that step, then it's time to factor in laundry. And <laughs> this is the one that nobody wants to talk about, right? <laughs> but in our case, our laundry room is in the middle of our house, between our main living area and our guest bathroom. That means if someone stops by, they walk directly through our laundry room and any mess that's piled up. So we just don't allow things to collect in that space. Each person in our home has a laundry day assigned to them. In addition, there's one day assigned to towels, bedding, and then other miscellaneous things like cloth diapers that we're currently using, all right? Now, for the teenagers and my husband, I like to have them do their laundry over the weekend because they are home and able to manage it themselves, which means that I'm responsible for one load of laundry each of the other days of the week. No matter where the laundry fits though, you should find that you have about two to three responsibilities per week per person if you follow this process. Once again, if you want the list I use, you can find that at sarahbrumley.com resources, but definitely tweak it to make it work for you based on the rooms that you have and the priorities that you have in your home, all right? Now, don't get bogged down in this, okay? Not yet. Let's follow through with the rest of what I'm gonna talk about and then come back to this so that we can make sure that you really have a plan in place that's gonna work for you, okay? Now, the second thing that we found to be successful for us is a clean the house day. We actually refer to it as that in our home, and everybody knows that it means that we will take an additional hour or two on a Saturday morning and knock out a deep clean of our place. We use the same master list that I already talked about, and we break it down into the individual responsibilities. Then everybody pitches in. But it's more than just those two to three responsibilities that we have on the other days of the week, because there's a lot more responsibilities within our home that need to be taken care of, all right? Not only does this allow us to have a totally clean home from top to bottom, but we get to start the next week off with the ability to keep it clean rather than having to actually focus on getting it clean, okay? Because there's a huge difference between keeping it clean and getting it clean. And you probably know what I mean, right? Wiping a bathroom counter and replacing the toilet paper on a weekday doesn't take a long time. But if you have to scrub the floors, the bathtub, and the toilet as well, then that's a lot involved. So Saturday morning is for the full scrub, plus anything you didn't get to throughout the week. Personally, I like to wipe down the doorknobs and the light switches, for example, especially during sickness season. For you, it might be cleaning out the fridge or washing windows. Those are not my priorities, <laughs> but you do you, right? Because like I said before, we are not the same people and we have different needs and desires for our homes. Okay, the last thing that we found to be super effective in keeping up with our home is a clean sweep each evening. Our son goes to bed pretty early, so the rest of us chip in for 10 to 15 minutes after he's down and just do a quick tidy. Everything gets back to its place and all the cups, plates, and everything go in the dishwasher. And that way we can start the following morning with a fresh feeling. It's not always perfect. Some days we miss that clean sweep, but I can tell you that we definitely notice a difference the next day because even routine chores take longer to complete when you haven't done that. Now, 
Mama, if you are really the only person taking care of things around the home, I want you to stop right now and take a deep breath in and give yourself so much grace in this. Because what I have in my situation is going to definitely look different than yours. So take what you need from this, simplify it as much as you can, and give yourself so much grace, okay? Alrighty, normally, this is the part of the episode where I tell you to take action. Why? Because action is where dreams turn into the reality. And honestly, it might seem a little odd to think about the idea of taking action in your household chores, helping you achieve your dreams. And yet I know for a fact that when I'm better able to manage things at home, then that carries through into my business as well. Plus, one of my dreams is to have people show up at my house and always feel welcome. And I don't always feel welcoming when my place is a mess. So today I'd just love for you to consider your own household management routines. If you are feeling overwhelmed because nothing ever seems to get done, maybe one of the strategies that I provided can help. Or if you are doing it all without any help, then it might be time to give yourself more grace. Set your schedule with two to three responsibilities per day and let the rest go. I know from personal experience, that I am so much more likely to accomplish what I set out to do if I'm accountable to somebody. So I'd just love it if you could DM me on Instagram and let me know how you manage all of the household tasks you have. Or do you manage them? Or are you struggling with them? Whatever it is, I would love to be able to cheer you on throughout the process, whatever that process might look like. So until next time, have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.